we go, everybody. I told you I was coming. We got a lot of new things happening. <laughs> go tell your friends. Share with all of them. Watch this. copyright for that what's happening everybody that's watching welcome to another episode of political idiots i'm your host adam brassfield the biggest political idiot of them all trust me um still got the green screen in the back working on it uh office is really starting to turn around lights are starting to get everywhere cameras are starting to get right you just saw the new intro so got a little bit of things to uh fixate on that but but what we're doing is incredible. And boy, do we have a lineup tonight. I've got people that are coming on here momentarily. That's going to be awesome. Um, I'm trying to talk about the beginning of today's media. I don't know if you saw this or not. But this is an absolute embarrassment. An absolute embarrassment. If you're watching right now, I want you to go... And make sure you tell every one of your friends we're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Well, Twitter, uh, YouTube, we're still in a little, uh, you know, argument with over copyrights. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We made progress this week. I want you to tell everybody to go listen on Spotify all the way down to the 35 other platforms. Um, Glitch, Twitch, Mitch, and the other word. All the way down to Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're on all of it live right now. And boy, do we have something for you to share tonight. I promise. I always bring it. Now, if you notice that my eyes are swollen. So last week in Missouri, uh, in my area, we got tons of ice. We got like an inch of ice. Not kidding. The DoorDash lady today almost slipped and snapped her neck. We were dealing with sub-zero temperatures, wind chill, right? The nights were down at like an actual temperature of 9, 10, 11 degrees. And the wind chill was, you know, at zero or negative. A lot of you that live in the Midwest understand what was going on. All of a sudden today, we are at 68, somewhere between 68 and 70 degrees. Right there, you know, 68 and 70, right there in the middle. And my out, my eyes are swollen. <laughs> They're draining. My kid had a nosebleed today. But today's been one of the craziest news days on the face of the planet. I mean, did you see this article to, that came out? The Biden administration got caught spending $30 million on funding crack pipes, I'm not making this up, funding crack pipes into rural neighborhoods in America. Shout out to Fox 29 in New York. Then they came out and denied it, but they got caught already. They're busted. They're red-handed. If you go and read this story, you'll find out exactly what's going on. Could you imagine what John F. Kennedy, 
Theodore Roosevelt. Ronald Reagan would say about giving $30 million worth of crack pipes to America's rural cities. I'm going to tell you right now, that is an absolute abomination, not only of the Constitution, but of America, of of which we stand on. Are you kidding? This is an absolute joke. How in the hell do we as America allow politicians in the highest office in the land to spend $30 million in the middle of the night worth of crack pipes going across all of the country? I mean, I'm getting text messages right now. $30 million. We are literally living in a part of life that nothing makes sense. I was listening to a radio show host today, and he said, My God, can you believe that people are literally driving around in their cars alone in California where the Super Bowl is going to be on Sunday? And they're alone by themselves in a vehicle, and they're wearing two, three, four, five, six, fuck, I mean, shit, mask, face shield down. California looks like an episode or a movie of Star Wars. But a lot of places in America are not that far off. Seriously. Crack pipes. They've went from not securing the border, right? No, we don't want to secure the border. We got millions of people coming in illegally. Forget about them. We want to get $30 million worth of crack pipes and put it on the streets for your and my children to have to deal with. That's bullshit. You know it. A1. Something's wrong. Something's what We can't do it. <laughs> Michael Singletary. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't win with them. Can't do it. I mean, this is absolutely crazy to me. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I could probably use, well, I definitely could use another heater pump uh, in my house. I could definitely use some tires for my truck. I definitely could probably, you know, use a, a crack pipe. Really a crack pipe. That's where we're going with this. This is where America has become. Or what America has become. Crack pipes. $30 million worth. In the middle of the night. Get them out. Hey. Hunter. $30 million. $30 million. Crack pipes. Get them to all your friends. Hide that laptop. 
If that wasn't enough. This morning I wake up to another news article. Now many of you may remember in Missouri in 2019 where BLM and Antifa started riots in a gated community, a gated community in St. Louis, right? And they came upon a home. This is so this story I'm telling you, you can't believe if I told you. They came upon a home that was owned by the McCloskeys or McCloskeys, whatever you want to say. These people did their duty in Missouri. We're at Castle Law State. All right. Constitutional carry. Republican legislator. We got it all. And this morning, shout out to NPR for this article. The Supreme Court of Missouri just handed down probation to the McCloskeys. Now, I'm going to tell you something why I'm on this kick. Most of you don't live in the state of Missouri, but I do. He is running for Senate as a Republican, but I'm going to tell you right now, I do not support him. He's been a lifelong Democrat, lifelong. Then all of a sudden he gets stuck in a situation like this. And he becomes a Republican, a conservative. This is embarrassing. But what is more embarrassing than anything is that the governor of the state of Missouri literally two years ago appointed a Supreme Court justice in Missouri. We knew when this decision came down that it was going to be split and she would be the deciding vote by the same woman who is good friends with prosecutor Kim Gardner, funded by George Soros out of St. Louis. The prosecutor in St. Louis is funded by George Soros. Let me say that. George Soros is a dual citizen of the United States and Belgium. Or Hungary. One of the two. Belgium or Hungary. The governor of Missouri basically just took over the gunfight inside of Missouri. Now, look, you're going to think, Adam, you're crazy. I'm telling you right now. In less than five years, the fight is going to be more than just about These two people right here who are Democrats, let me tell you why he's running for office, okay? I know politics pretty well. He racked up a pretty good uh, uh, attorney fee, right? Right? He's turned into a Republican. He could care less if he was Senate or not. He's not going to win Senate. The former governor of Missouri is well on his way to becoming the new senator in Missouri, taking over Senator... um, I was going to insult him really bad right there, but I held myself. You'd be proud of me. Roy Blunt, who he damn near recalled. 
Miklowski's running for office to get back all the money he spent on attorney fees. That's what he's doing. But he had a right to do exactly what you see in this picture. Defend his home. His wife had a right to do exactly in the state of Missouri what you see in this picture. Defend her home. And whoever else was in that house. This is a gated community that they're in. Feel me? A gated community. And now, even after a governor's pardon, even after a governor's pardon, they get probation. First, they had their guns taken away and they gave them up. I don't know if any of you know what castle law means. That means if you come on my property and you're acting hostile, right? You're acting hostile. What these people doing in the picture right here is not illegal. It's not. I've got several guests coming on tonight, by the way. I also was told uh, momentarily ago that in Michigan, um, Matt DiPerno was supposed to be going live tonight. Something happened. Don't know what. They have rescheduled or rescheduling for next week. So make sure that you be watching that. I posted that earlier yesterday or the day before. It's been posted. Um, he's running for attorney general in Michigan. He's also one of the only individuals in the state of Michigan that is literally sincerely endorsed by President Trump, along with Christina Caramo. Jackie Eubanks, and, a, and, a, and I think a, a, a few. But there is no way in Missouri this should happen. Castle law means if you come on my property and I tell you to leave twice and you are being hostile towards me, guess what? You're not going to need the Supreme Court of the state of Missouri. You're going to need pallbearers and a bunch of them. Missouri takes our gun rights serious. But apparently, the Republican legislator who just voted for a 12.5 cent per gallon gas tax over the next five years, 12.5 cents per gallon, per gallon over the next five years. And they said, oh, you can get your money back, but you got to keep your receipt. Bullshit. Bullshit. There is no such thing as free money without it being returned and taxed. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. So here we have my home state, Republican House by a big majority, Republican Senate by a big majority, and a fucking Republican governor who just put in a Supreme Court justice two years ago that we all knew was bought and paid for by the lobbyist in Jeff City in Kansas City. One of those lobbyist names, he's been around for 100 years. You know I don't like this guy. I mention him a lot. His name is Steve Tilley. Go look him up. Steve Tilley, Missouri. 
He could care less about middle America. He could care less about your Second Amendment rights. All he cares about is the same damn thing that Senator Roy Blunt's family in Missouri, who are a bunch of lobbyists, care about, and that is lining their pop pockets with Benjamins. You feel me? They're doing everything they possibly can. And as somebody who stands up every single day fighting for the Second Amendment, I find it offensive when celebrities or big-name politicians put their names behind this governor that I've been calling out for two. You can go through all of my posts on Facebook. You will find I have been calling Governor Parson out for a long time. Long time. He's a rhino. We've got people moving in from California into Missouri. They're bringing liberal ideas. They're bringing liberal school teachers, liberal superintendents. And before it'll too long, we're going to be in Missouri. My biggest fear, which is Michigan. Now, you know, I'm, I, I run campaigns all over the United States and in Michigan as well. I've never seen a more corrupt, as a matter of fact, so many magazines, including Forbes, had said that Michigan is one of the most corrupt political states. It is the number one corrupt political state in the country. There you go. And over the last year, I have found that that is absolutely underestimated. We're going to go in detail here in just a second. But right now, I'm bringing on the show with me. There will be three or four guests tonight. But I, I would like to um, bring on Audra Johnson. Now, Audra Johnson, I recruited to run for United States Congress back in February of 2021 in, while she was in Florida at CPAC. And a lot has gone on in Michigan over the last few weeks. They're probably fixing to get $30 million worth of crack pipes. But she has been a fighter for the state of Michigan ever since I've known her. So I want to bring her on and I want to talk about some things that's happened this week and actually what's going on with her campaign and what's her plan moving forward. So we want to make sure we welcome Miss Audra Johnson. Everybody say hello. Hey, I got an applause here somewhere for you. There you go. Hey. Okay, hey, welcome to Jay Leno. <laughs> How All you doing, right. Audra? Hey. Hanging in there. Where are you, Adam? I am pissed. Yeah, no, me too. And tired. And pissed and then tired again. Yeah. What's going on? Can you in hear me? What's, what, I mean, I, you just heard me lay this out today. I mean, can you believe, first let's talk about this. Can you believe that Joe Biden is sending $30 million worth it doesn't of surprise me. What? I mean, I, do, I, do, I mean, what, it, what? I'm just, I, I guess I'm at this like numb point where I'm like, oh, that's interesting and corrupt and stupid and a total yeah, but, like are you surprised 
Well, I, I kind of. I mean, hell, we went. Well, I okay. Well, then that's where we differ, I guess, because I mean, we went. I mean, from, I stop, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I mean, we went from hey, listen, let's put everybody's life out there in the middle of nowhere, um, throw it out to the news media, especially if you're running for office. But if you're the president of the United States, um, it's perfectly well and fine that you send thirty million dollars worth of crack pipes out to rule America. I mean, it's okay to fund Black Lives Matter burning down cities, but it's not okay for a conservative to go to a rally and speak their mind. I mean, I wish I was still surprised. I think I'm just in that numb, like, okay, yeah, no. I, I think right. it's because we've been calling this out for years. I'm kind of like, so, hi, welcome to the party. Uh, I told you this was going to happen like two years ago, three years ago, but hey, welcome to the party. Here we are. No, I'm not surprised. I'm pissed off, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> one of the things that one of the things that I I I want to say to you real quick is, you know, as we've been working, it was, it was we've been working together since let's just say March. Your filing was on March seventeenth. I'm fixing to show that here in a minute. And a lot of people have been wondering, okay, what's going on with the Audra Johnson campaign? So, you know, as the dude, let me explain to them real quick, and then you can you can kind of run in. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> so, Audra Johnson filed on March seventeenth. We all knew redistricting was going to take place. She filed March 17th with the FEC in 2021. We all knew redistricting was going to take place, and but we didn't know when. And as it got closer, I started to get rumblings in my ear of three different maps that were going to be looked at from the commission in Michigan. She's running for United States House against Peter Meyer, who was all in office but 10 days maybe, and voted to impeach President Trump. He's a coward. He's a crook. He should not even have an R by his name or a D by his name. I think he should just, just be called Peter Meyer. I mean, when they mentioned John Wilkes Booth, does anybody remember what his fucking party was? No, they don't. <laughs> just Peter Meyer. But he's a Republican in the state of Michigan, and Audra was making a heavy run against Peter. A lot of stuff went on. We've already talked about she traveled all over the United States. She went to the border with our team. Del Rio, right on the river. Watched Haitians come across by the hundreds. Some of them probably with fentanyl, enough in their Louis Vuitton backpacks. Don't forget to the back of my mouth. I mean, the one thing I remember about that trip, Audra, is that the fact that you were like, hey, is that a Louis Vuitton? I don't even, is that, did I even say it right? That's even, that's fucking ridiculous. Did I say you, it right? You were good. We knew what you're talking about. All right. So, yeah. And I'm like, what is she talking about? That sounds expensive. <laughs> These people are coming across the border. Your campaign was fighting hard on illegal immigration. You were fighting hard in Michigan for constitutional conservatism. And then, President Trump apparently made a phone call to the MIGOP and said, John Gibbs is entering the race against Peter Meyer in District 3. By that time, I had started to hear in my ear that they was going to choose the Hickory map, which I was afraid of because you live in Battle Creek, and right. the Hickory map was going to segregate 
Kent County and Grand Rapids as its only area of District 3, which means you would have had to move. Right. Not only one county, two counties, three counties, four counties over. That would have made you what everybody in Michigan started calling everybody a carpetbagger. Right. So you made a decision together with our team. We were going to switch over to a state race. Now, I don't want to go too deep into that, but this week you've been sort of a, a, a collection piece on the Internet because apparently <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't know how the, a congressional uh, United States House race actually works and how the money is spent. So I'm going to tell people real quick, and then I'm just going to let you go off on it. Because yeah. we've, been, we've been holding our tongue for like, you know, four weeks. Right. And then us against the media, who I even just can't even stand to even mention, they are literally they're 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 getting views off me. <laughs> they're getting they're getting views off you. They're making fun of your laugh. They're doing this. John Clore is, you know, three-time felon. I don't want to go into it all over again because you know well, I, mean, I have to deal with him or, or 17 other of his personalities, which I've got a surprise coming on early, later this week. But Adam, he obviously here. just has a problem with strong women. That's all it is. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, he, because he, on one of his posts that you you did live yesterday, it said he said, "Aren't you a wife and a mother? Shouldn't you be tending to tending? your tending to your husband and your children?" Yeah, that sent me into another stratosphere. Piss me off. <laughs> He probably just come off of a meth, you know, lab that he'd been with for the last four days. And then they made fun of your laugh. You're, hey, listen, this is nothing new to you, though. When I, I came to Michigan, everybody was, there were people walking around with cell phones in their hands, wanting me to watch video of you. So I'm going to give you I, just a, a minute here, and then I'm going to go into the financial aspect. And then I have another guest coming on right after you. No, I, I obviously it's it's you know here here's my thing, the government, you know people who support rhinos, uh, the the media establishment. I I know it, it bothers us. Obviously, I'm human. I I get tired and exhausted of getting hit over and over and over again for just trying to encourage people to protect or protect and to assert their constitutional rights. Because if we're honest, here in our country right now in this time, anytime someone tries to assert, assert their constitutional rights, they're labeled as a terrorist. Um, it gets it gets heavy and it gets exhausting, but we have to remember that they're not going to hit something that's that's not valuable to what they're fighting. Right? They're going to continue to hit anybody that fights back against any sort of corruption or tyranny in this country. So. It's it's just time, I guess, for people to choose which way they want to burn out. Do you want to burn out sitting quiet in your house or do you want to choose the way you burn, right? Um, I'm going to keep fighting even though I'm exhausted and even though I have children and a husband to tend to. <laughs> I'm going to no, keep fighting, but it is you know, embarrassing. I, I, want, I want to say this, too, because Audra's not allowed to say it, but I am. <laughs> so the FEC, in order for you to move from a... And this is going to come in later in the show because I'm I'm fixing 
I, I caught somebody in Michigan today, and I've already filed a report before this show even went live. Oh, wow. But I caught somebody red big time handed. So when you're running for the United States House, there's a, there's a rule, okay? You cannot run for two offices at one time. You cannot run for a federal office and a state office at the same time. You cannot do it. So ironically, we put in for a letter of termination so that you could possibly run for state. You had said to me, I'm not sure about it because I'm going to be moving. You guys are, but you and your husband that you should be tending to, by the way, are buying a house in Kent County because that's where you're from originally. Okay. Right. You've got a big, you're from Kent County. I mean, I'm from Kent County. I've lived there my entire life. Yeah. You walk the streets of Kent County or Grand Rapids on Juneteenth, June 19th. I was at the Kent County Republican GOP event in at their headquarters with Audra. And Peter Meyer literally walked up to me and said, I'm afraid of her. (laughs) I said, you should be. Yeah. He still should be, even if I'm not running. He still should be. They all should be. But here's what I'm trying to get at, Audra. What people don't understand is that they have this thing called a threshold. When when you enter a congressional race, especially United States House, okay, right. or United States Senate, Senate, you have to spend or bring in five thousand dollars to even be able to file. So you've got to bring the campaign, and our campaign agreed that we were going to take no money. We were going to do not. Everybody was going to be completely one hundred percent volunteer base. Yep. Then the FEC says, "Oh no, we're not going to let you move over the." $50,000-plus you have on cash on hand to a state race, we're going to dox you and fine you if you don't find a way to get that money below the threshold of when you started. Right. So for all of you morons who've been writing articles going, oh, we just took down Audra Johnson and Adam Brassfield, let me tell you something. You've got to learn to read. You've got to learn civics. Maybe they didn't yes. teach that in prison. But they got to learn to read. Maybe they didn't teach that in the Air Force. You've got to learn to read. The Constitution, you've got to learn how to run for United States House. You've got to know what the rules are for your state, wherever it may be, from California all the way to South Carolina, on what the transfer of power and money is when there is a transfer of race. Not right. race and, as in white and black. I'm talking about race as in congressional United States race and a state race. And they right. attack well, you, Audra. And they attack me. And the, the funny thing is, is if they are the patriots they claim to be, they should be just as upset about this as I personally am. I you When you told me over the phone, I literally like screamed, Adam, because it made me so frustrated. Essentially, the federal government is punishing me for not absurdly spending the taxpayers money and i'm thinking isn't that the whole problem the whole problem with the government is that they're they're like we're gonna spend thirty thousand or thirty million dollars on crack pipes right we really i mean you know this anybody that ever traveled with me with our campaign or worked on the campaign i cracked down on that budget like a single mama trying to feed three kids off of ramen noodles (laughs) we We did everything because most campaigns look at it as their money. 
our campaign looked at it as the people's money. The people worked hard and I didn't care if it was a $5 donation or, you know, a $1,200 donation, every single dollar and every single dime mattered to us. And that was somebody who was hard earned money. And to have the federal government come back and say, guess what? Unless you, you know, do certain things and let, you know, it was essentially to, to cut it down to a small, short story. They were, they're punishing us for not going to, you know, uh, uh, wink, wink men's warehouse and buying $1,200 suits with uh, people's money or paying my own electric bill. I'm going to go back to you, us against media real quick. They hit us and hit us and hit us yet. They know, just like we know, look at these these different candidates, um, you know, FEC and MEC reports. Some of them are using campaign money to pay for their electric bills or donating it to other campaigns. If oh, I decide to run. I'm fixing to show it. I'm fixing to show yeah. it here in just a little bit. Um, you know, if everything you works being, out. You're being punished. Right. Because you did not have enough, quote unquote, expenditures. And the federal government doesn't know what volunteer really means. Yeah. So I spent hours on the phone with an analyst going, ma'am, I'm telling you right now, I don't know what you want me to do. Pull receipts out of my ass. Yeah. And yeah. I basically got the answer. Yeah. <laughs> we want you. I got to get you below the threshold so she can move into the state race. You're telling yeah. me that all the money that she raised cannot go into her new candidacy in the state of Michigan if she decides to run there. No. Well, that's because I'm doing it honestly. Now, again, I ask everybody to go back to people's, um, you know, reports. And you see where what they're doing is they're donating. There's one can. I'll let you handle that. But they're donating money. They're taking the money in their congressional campaign account. And they're donating it to a PAC. And then the PAC donates it back to now their state um, it's called it's called wash money, right? Mm-hmm. So we're being punished for not you know expend or spending people's money like it's our own money and buying ridiculous things like strippers and hotel rooms like people in the GOP in Michigan do. <laughs> um, we're we're being punished for not wasting it, and that's absurd and it's ridiculous. And you know I'm not going to donate money to a pack just to donate to myself because that wouldn't be honest or transparent. So really pay attention to that. I know you're well, on, you're on that. So yeah, and 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 I obviously would always fight against you. And you never once told me. I want to be clear here. Audra Johnson never once told me ever that she would ever in any way pay for an endorsement or take as a matter of fact when audra was running she had one rule for her entire campaign and then i'm going to let you go audra because i got guests standing on by audra johnson said she would never take political action committee money right or campaign right. money pack money and you said you would not take special interest money yeah, because you wanted to prove you could beat Peter Meyer without $8 million. Right. Where the MIGOP said you got to have it to beat him. Right. And I still stand right. firm today believing that if they would not have picked that Hickory map and stuck to the exact third district, that Audra Johnson would be the new congressional Republican nominee over Peter Meyer 
He was scared of her. He told that to me to my face on June 19th at the Kent County Republican Juneteenth event in Grand Rapids. I'll never forget that day. While other people were walking around sharing cell phone videos, and then you've got some crack pipe joke, string ring prison term freaking media company that has no followers that makes up. I have never understood why people make up fake accounts. I've had one fucking account on Facebook all my life. I've never had like 20. These people, John Clore and his, and his girlfriend, Rachel, they have like 75. And they attack all these people. Cindy Holland, 75. They, they all want to come after, you know, Hey, and I'm speaking for Adam Brassfield. I'm not speaking for Audra Johnson. I want to be perfectly clear. <laughs> They're going to demand I'm, an apology oh, from me now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't, no, no. Come <laughs> demand the apology. As a matter of fact, John Clore, if you want to, you can come on my show. You can come on my show with me, just you and me. Ooh, but you're not going to. Oh, no, I'm not worried about him. You're no, not going to sit here and tell, and tell my candidate or tell the tell in Michigan that you're the reason why that Audra Johnson uh, listed a termination report for her United States House. Oh, run. my God. Yeah, I lost it when he said that. Yeah, that's <laughs> not it. That's not it, John. That's what, not you're it, so John. Far off, it's so funny. But thank you for the attention that you gave <laughs> um, Audra and myself. I got to say this, like, listen, if the very worst thing about me is I make bad TikToks and I laugh weird, I'll take that, John, because John Clore, you're supporting people who are taking corrupt money, lying to the people, and they're going to vote exactly the way you say you want to change. So I'll take the weird laugh and the um, bad TikToks. You know TikTok what's funny is I, thought, I, I saw that post and I thought to myself, you know, if you think she has a weird laugh, you ought to be in the vehicle 13 hours with her. <laughs> yes. No, we no. were jamming out. Don't we you lie. Well, I had to. I had to because you've got that bat phone, that thing that flies out. The people that we were with, I mean, I had to get something juicing and going there to keep us all sane. <laughs> hey, Audra, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it tonight. God bless you. And I hope you have, and I wish you well in Michigan, whatever you want to do. Um, we'll figure it out. Just enjoy. We'll figure yeah. it out, brother. Enjoy yourself. Love you, sis. Bye-bye. Yeah. Love you. Bye. So here's what we got. We got a woman who's running for United States Congress who's done it the right way. The Federal Election Committee asked her to do something that literally, honestly, in my mind, is illegal. How in the world could this even happen? But there's so much more that's going on inside of Michigan. You hear me talk about John Rocha all the time. John Rocha's doing it wrong. Audra's doing it right. Joining me now, also from Michigan in District 78. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When I'm, I first met her, she, she, um, she's not one of these youngins running for, for office. This woman's been down the street a few times. She knows exactly what she's doing. And I'm trying to explain to people in Missouri right now and all over the country, that if we do not take control of the fraudulent elections that are going on around the United States of America, we're going to end up exactly where Michigan is right now, and they have been for the last 20 years. So joining me right now, everybody help me welcome with a round of applause, 
Miss Christine Barnes running for District 78. You're running against John Rocha. Christine, what the hell's going on in Michigan? He's running against me. (laughs) John is running against me. I live here. (laughs) Well, I want to understand. Hey, there's just a lot of corruption, a lot of pay for play. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, I wanted to, we may be on a small delay here, but I wanted to find out. Now, Rocha, he is not from Hastings where his filing is. Is that correct? Because I'm, I'm looking at, um, at some of these texts that he had between you two and he's, he admits he didn't own a home in Hastings. Correct. Yeah. What is I don't I still don't think he lives in district because he I don't know. It's not something I would do, so I don't know. You'll have to forgive. Uh Christine lives out in the middle of nowhere. She's an NRA instructor for the last nine years in District 78. She's trained nearly 9,000 yes. people as an NRA instructor to get their concealed carry permit in the state of Michigan. She's fighting corruption. Mm-hmm. She's fighting carpet bagging. All these people are parachuting inside. I watched your video uh, last week, Christine. It was very well done. But I want to get to the corruption again Thank you. because you're, you're running – against somebody whose literal campaign manager and spokesman is Brandon Hall. Brandon Hall was convicted of 10 counts of felonies for election fraud. Now, if you're watching this show, I really want you to listen to what I just said. The campaign senior advisor and spokesman For John Rocha Mm -hmm. in central Michigan is a young man named Brandon Hall who was convicted for forging signatures, 10 count felonies of election fraud. Christine, I'm going to shut up because you're going to have to explain this to me. Well, you know, I I can't explain fraud. I just want to point out the irony that someone who is started this uh, auditmi.org, which of course doesn't have any um, committee address on the website. We don't know if there's any signatures. I mean, for, we have no idea where the money's going, where the bank account is going. But this person who's who's asking to fund a full forensic audit. Um, hired a campaign advisor, a senior campaign advisor, who was convicted of felony election fraud. <laughs> you really, you can't make this up. I don't even understand how that could even be possible. This guy's literally putting out information on a weekly basis for Mr. Rocha, um, who's violated the Hatch Act. You see, no, there's no... no a disclosure at the bottom of any of his ads that is supposed to be directly from the Pentagon when you're wearing a military uniform. You can Google my name, and this is even worse. He puts President Trump on it. He's even using it on other ads. Keep doing that. I'm going to keep raising hell. I actually filed a complaint 
uh, last week with the federal um, the federal office of uh, excuse me the office of federal counsel at the Pentagon, like I did before in twenty twenty mm-hmm. against another candidate that ran, and I won that. Um, what's he doing hanging around all these felonies? Look at this picture. Hey, there's that dumbass we was talking about a while ago, John Clark. Now let me ask you this question. Christine, <laughs> as somebody who is an NRA instructor, you're a Second yeah. Amendment person. You heard me just talk about Missouri. All the way. The McClowskis McCla- this morning. Now, what people don't understand that are listening, and people in Missouri will, they understand that that the McClowskis have been Democrats. They've been lifelong Democrats, okay? They just turned, quote-unquote, Republican when True Trump story. was in office. This is a fact. I know True story. a fact. They were getting barraged yep. by the prosecutor for, uh, uh, funded by uh, George Soros, millions of dollars. As a matter of fact, she had to turn around and give some of, give most of that money back. A federal judge made her give that money back from George Soros. Then you've got a, a guy who's been literally arrested and convicted of beating the hell out of women. But not only that, he's a three-time felon. You see his mugshot right here. But here you see him with John Rocha at the MIGOP Christmas party. And Angela Regas, right? There's John Clore on the far left. Right. Well, where you see John, you see Angela. Correct. How does it make you feel as a female, number one? I've never, I don't think I've. As a female, number one. Well, how does that I'm not only feel? just a female, I'm actually, yeah. Well, it's disgusting. I mean, why would you surround yourself with people like that? And I'm not just a, obviously a female, but I'm also a domestic abuse survivor. And uh, let me make it clear, never abused by my husband, Tim. This was before I met him 20 some years ago. But um, as a domestic abuse survivor, there is nothing you could do to make me knowingly take a picture, share a drink, or have a conversation with a felon who beats women. There's no coming back from that. And then on top of that, he he's been doing uh he was an MC at a gun rally in uh Macomb County. You couldn't have made me get on the stage with that man. But there was obviously candidates that did. And everybody again, I apologize. One of for, my uh, one of my opponents did. Yes. Um, I apologize for Christine's connection. Uh, she lives way out in the middle of bumfucked Egypt. So her connection is, is somewhat poor, but her point is valid. Here we have another candidate in the GOP. Now, you know, this is not, uh, a lot of hard common sense, Christine. You know, I always say this and I've posted this all over all of my uh, channels if you want to get rid of mouse shit, you got to get rid of the mice. And the GOP, it seems like to me, we're falling short. We have a president that's literally spending $30 million to send crack pipes into inner city America. Where at one time you were arrested 
just for having drug paraphernalia. And now we have a president that's sending this into inner city America that disgusts me about as much mm -hmm. as a Republican candidate for office that hires a felon that has 10 felony counts for election fraud as a campaign manager. And everybody in Michigan ought to be pissed that this person not only started in the 6th District against Fred Upton, where he started running, then he filed in the 87th District, and now he's flying over into Christine's District, 78. And here we are. True. Your, your, your last word. Well, I just, you know, I believe in redemption, but I don't believe in uh, allowing someone to do the same thing. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So um, I just don't believe that surrounding yourself with felons, you know, uh, is a good idea. And um, if that's who you're going to hang out with, then, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Correct. So what you have in Rosha is mm -hmm. he fooled me. He fooled, he's fooling a bunch of people in Michigan. But what I'm praying for is coming August 2nd that he doesn't fool the voters of the 78th district because they deserve to be represented by one of their own, somebody who has actually lived there, voted there, paid taxes there. And you're the only candidate that has done that so far, done my research on you. I'm helping you in every way that I can. Thank you so much, Christine. And if there's one, anything else you would like to say to Thank the viewers you. real quick, before I let you go, I've got another guest on deck. Just God bless Michigan. Keep Michigan in your prayers that, that we uh, rise to the top and get rid of this corruption. Thank you, Christine. God bless you. Everybody uh, say goodbye to All right. Miss Christine. God bless you, girl. Thanks, Adam. So there you have it. You're hearing it. It's happening. It's coming into Missouri. It's going into Florida. Listen to me. A new Rasmussen poll in Texas shows that Beto O'Rourke, yeah, that Beto O'Rourke is only four points behind the leading Republican running for governor in Texas. I made a statement a few years ago that I, and I said this, I hate this flipping cord. That's one thing that's going to change in the, in the studio this before next week, by the way, I've got some cool, uh, a cool announcement next week. I'm going to be um, interviewing a lot of people around the country have some questions. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Yovan. Pulitzer. Forgive me if I if I said his name wrong, but that's, I mean, Southerner white boy, I'm trying. Um, Jovan Pulitzer, he's going to be coming on my show next week. I want everybody, and I'm going to put this at the end of the show tonight, to email me a question that you would have and ask Jovan. He's been a part of Forensic Audit from Arizona. He was starting in the Forensic Audit in Michigan. He left. Uh, there's other things that he's been doing all over the country. There's questions surrounding um, some of his patents, which he has, from what I hear, hundreds of them. I don't even know how to apply for one. 
but he's going to come on the show for a little bit and he's going to talk to us. Also going to be having Matt Couch. Also going to be having uh, Mindy Robinson. Also going to be having um, Eric Matheny. Um, the list goes on and on and on next week. Also, at the end of the month, I'm going to be taking political idiots on the road, on the campaign trail. We're going to be inside some of these candidates in these campaigns in Michigan, inside some of these campaigns and and candidates in Missouri, uh, also in South Carolina and in Washington. So I want you to really pay attention every time that I tell you that we're about to go live because you're going to learn something about the political process that you probably um, maybe didn't know. Okay. Oh, fuck. I didn't know it till years ago. <sighs> so here comes the headbanger right here. If you're watching this show right now, I want you to literally go on Facebook, Twitter. I want you to go to, I don't care where you go. If you're listening right now and you're on Spotify, or you're on Google Play, or Apple iTunes, or every one of the itch and twitch in between of the 35 different platforms. I want you to share it right now. Because what I'm about to show on screen and what I'm about to talk to with my next guest is going to literally shake the foundation of the Trump endorsement. It's going to shake the foundation of the Trump endorsement. Now, I want to be perfectly clear, most of you who know me, I am pro 1 billion percent President Trump. Get this video shared. Get this thing shared. Get it going. 100%, I believe he's the greatest president that ever stepped foot in the United States. The economy that we had was booming. The unemployment numbers for lower class individuals. was the lowest that he had ever been in history. He went to downtown Chicago and he said, what the hell do you have to lose? He spoke in Atlanta. He speaks in Florida. Last week, he spoke in Texas. And my next guest went and saw him live in Arizona just a few weeks ago. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome... The woman who broke everything open in 2020. The Dominion Voter IT Tech. The whistleblower that came forward and sit by Rudy Giuliani. And a group of attorneys as she testified. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Melissa Carone. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hey, I'm pissed. Everybody else on the show is pissed tonight. I might as well be pissed. <laughs> all right, Melissa. So um, first of all, I for all the people that are listening on my channel and that are viewing you on my channel, can you help explain to us who you are and what you are known for um, real quick before we go into this process? that we have discovered today? Of course, so I came out as the Dominion voting whistleblower right after the election. I was hired to do IT work, not for Dominion directly, but through a uh, staffing agency. Um, I worked 
November 3rd and November 4th, I did 24 straight hours, left for three hours, came back for uh, a couple, maybe three, four hours. Um, I came out, I testified in front of Rudy Giuliani. Um, I actually went to the Stop the Count um, rally in Detroit right after the, uh, right when I got off that night by myself, actually, um, because I was just so concerned about what was going on in there. But um, I was hired to do IT work. Uh, I was allowed to get as close to the tabulation machines as I really wanted to. Um, you know, the six foot law rule didn't apply to me, not at all whatsoever. Um, so, you know, I could, I could really see exactly what was going on, but I wasn't allowed to touch these machines. Now, um, so when I came forward, I, I came forward on December 2nd and December 3rd. Um, I first testified in front of the Senate, the Michigan Senate, and then the Michigan House with Rui. Um, I had just had my daughter. Uh, my daughter was four months old, uh, not even four months old. My son was four years old. Um, it was very, very chaotic, uh, very stressful. Um, just, I didn't know the Democrats from the Republicans at that time. I didn't know which of our legislators were Republicans and which were Democrats because they were both treating me the same. Right. Um, right after that, I got hired, or not hired, but recruited by um, Ben Wetmore. Uh, he is a staffer to Matt Maddock. Um, I, I trusted him. Uh, you know, I, I, he was my manager for um, about eight months. Um, I questioned him several times. Where are the Maddocks? Um, you know, uh, why aren't we getting any help here? Why aren't they at any of our events for election fraud? Um, then I started working on the bill. And I said, can Matt Maddock adopt this bill? Um, the answer was always no. They wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I just got to the point where I just, I was like, you know what? I, I don't, this is ever, you guys are lying. Like, there's no way that you are helping us when you won't get involved in anything. Like, here we have a bill that you could adopt and you're, you're telling me no. Um, if you don't realize that there's something going on there, uh, you know, I don't know, but they would not get involved. They would not come to any events. So I just, I gave up. I couldn't uh, continue working with. What was the process now. after that, Melissa, when all that happened and you realized that the bill that you were trying to put together and you got to explain to people what the bill is before we go into what I found out today that you don't even know. And I want to let everybody know real quick on the show I have not revealed anything that I have found out today, nor the complaint that I have filed on a certain individual. But Melissa, you gotta you help us understand what the bill was. Right. And now Yovan has agreed to come on my show. Yovan mm -hmm. Pulitzer. Am I saying his name right? Uh, no, no, Adam. Okay. It's Jovan. It's Jovan, jo just Jovan. like Joe. Yeah. Jovan. Jovan Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will, so, hey, listen, I, I, my dog was named Tank and I fucked that up every now and then. No, so. everybody does that. It's yeah. fine. Okay. Okay. Fine. So how did this, how did this transpire? Okay. So, um, about May of last year, um, we, you know, we were doing all of these, um, decision days, uh, in Antrim County and, um, 
um, Grand Rapids. Uh, you know, we, we kept having these decision days. Uh, Patrick Colbeck would have them. Um, and I spoke at both of them. I think there was three altogether. I may have missed one, but uh, I, I, so the bill, we, we started writing a bill um, for a forensic audit. Um, Jovan and I were working closely with Patrick Colbeck um, and things kind of, um, well, then shortly after Steve Cara came out with House Bill 5091, which was for 10 to 20% of the ballots, uh, I, I talked to uh, Steve. I said, this is never going to work. Um, why aren't you asking for 100%? Why are you asking for 10 to 20%? We won't find anything with this. Um, you know, it's a nightmare. So I, I knew that we were, we would, we were going to have to start over. There's no way. So Jovan and I kind of went on our own um, road and Colbeck was helping Kara uh, amend his bill. Okay. Now, as we were doing this, um, I was going on Jovan's show. He has a podcast. We were talking about it. And in, in August, um, beginning of August, I get a phone call from John Rocha um, asking me to saying that he has an attorney, a constitutional attorney. He wants to do a citizen's initiative for a full forensic audit. He wanted to know if I could get him in contact with Jovan, if we would both work with him. I was thinking, my gosh, this is a great opportunity. Um, you know, we have some support here. Um, let's do this. So I called Jovan. I said, you know, I think that we have this is this would be a great opportunity. Um, it's a great way to go about it. Um, let's try to do this. Um, Jovan, we all started talking together. Jovan laid out one thing to John Rocha. He said, do not campaign, do not fundraise off of my bill language. That is it. Because he saw too many candidates starting to get involved in this. Now, Jovan and I were friends. He didn't, he never told me, Melissa, don't campaign on it. It was just, you know what I mean? It, it right. was just, that was what he was saying to Rosha. Anyways, Rosha says, oh, I won't, I promise. Well, as soon as he gets Jovan's language, he then sends out a mass email campaign. It's right here on, on the screen. Fundraising on it. So then I get a call from Jovan saying, what is going on here? Um, you know, what's going on with this guy? And I said, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see the email. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, then he sets up all these websites. He has three different websites he had going um, for uh, this bill um, where he was data mining just to get information, just to get people's data so he can fundraise. Um, he was just slowly running it into the ground. Right. Um, and so Jovan ended up contacting him via group chat with 20 people in it and saying, do not submit my bill language to the board of canvassers. John Rocha comes out and says, well, you send me your um, copyright information and I won't. Well, everybody knows you can't copyright bill language. You cannot. It's a, gov a government document. You cannot copyright it legally, um, or at least here in Michigan, you can't. So, and, and, and John Rocha knew 
he he knew that we did not copyright it. So right. it was kind of like a threat, like coming from John, like, oh yeah, well, you don't have it copyrighted. And it's your, it's your bill language, but you know what? Too bad. Screw you. And he literally submitted it to the board of canvassers. Well, um, as we're on this group, we're this group chat we have going with 20 people, um, myself, Jovan, and another person kept saying, you know, can you guys please stop messaging this group chat? This is getting out of control. Our phones were going off. I have two children under the age of five, a one-year-old and a five-year-old actually. And, you know, 20 people at midnight were like, can you guys please just stop? Well, instead of stopping, it got way worse. And they started joking on there, um, just sending, um, I mean, just disgusting messages, um, just being completely inappropriate. So Jovan says, you know what? If you guys don't want to stop, I'll I'll do a live about you, and I'm, I'll show the world what you're what you're doing to me, like that you're just harassing us now. And he and, did that live. He did that live. Yes. Okay. He did, and I mean, honestly, Adam. Obviously, there was people that were like, "Oh my gosh, what in the world is this? What is going on?" But then they had their people in there. And they were like, oh, my gosh, he's lying as he's showing the group chat on the, the screen like this, you know, and there's he wasn't lying. I'm in. I have the messages still, right. you know, but it's always now. Now let's focus on him being a fraud. Right. Because he's mm -hmm. a fraud. You know, that's what they're that's what they're saying. And it's like, wait a second. This man did everything he could for Michigan. He's not even from Michigan. He came into Michigan and did everything he could for us. And they walked all over him, took his bill language and just literally pushed him out of it and treated him like total garbage. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen. But it wasn't just Jovan that they did it to. It was me, too. I mean, I've been working on this stuff for over a year now. I mean, 15 months and they didn't care. They just walked around and said I was lying. I'm crazy. Um, you know, just tons, tons of things had us against what, media. What is, yeah. You, so uh, you bring up us against the media, you bring up all this harassment that's been going on. You actually got doxxed this week. Mm -hmm. You went to the Capitol. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday mm -hmm. for, with, um, a man named Patrick Colbeck. And I'll, I'll explain to the people here in a little bit who Patrick is, but he's been, you know, he's been with Mike Lindell. He's been for the forensic audit. He's been working with Jovan. Um, I'm glad I could say that right. I hope he forgives yeah. me for 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 mm -hmm. um, pronouncing it wrong. But you know, um, you know, it's hard to fuck up Adam. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it's only one way to spell it. But so you've been you've been attacked quite a bit lately. Okay, so I want everybody into full disclosure to know that I became a part of Melissa's campaign after Ben Wetmer. After the corruption of the Maddox, and if you and I went, I swear to God, I'm going to show everything on this show, line item veto, point blank and point blank, and you're going to know exactly how good that our team works when you see this. Because I get people all the time asking me about Melissa, but Melissa has a special role in the state of Michigan because she was strong enough to come forward about election fraud, but you get constantly attacked 
by not dem it's not the democrats that are attacking you never you, you're the you're the dominion whistleblower that stood next or sit next to rudy giuliani and um what's her name um God, can, jenna I, ellis yeah jenna ellis who i'm friends with on twitter um you sit right there and testified in the state house now what's so funny about all this is that about six or eight weeks ago, I come on Facebook, which everybody at Facebook that's watching, shout out to everybody there. I come on Facebook and I beg the Senate Oversight and the House Oversight Committee to have me subpoenaed for the accusations that I was making about quid pro quo and pay to play in Michigan. It's actually been almost 10 weeks ago. No letter. Nobody's contacted me. Mm -hmm. I've shown all the, there's been an agency that contacted me, but it sure the hell isn't um, somebody in Michigan. Nobody wants to talk to me. Why are these people attacking you, Melissa? Real quick, before I go into what the next segment is going to be about with you, it's actually going to surprise you too, probably. I have not discussed this with you. Why are people attacking you? You know, to be honest, the only reason why I get attacked is because I'm so honest with people. That's why, um, you know, when I see corruption, I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to hold back. You know, I have two children and I'm doing this for my children. I'm doing it for everybody else's children. But it's really funny that like the people, all these people, all these candidates that are running that are I mean, that have talked so terribly about the Maddox, the establishment in the past are now their best friends. Right. And they're, they don't have children that are my kids age. Their, their children are raised. We have to, I'm a voice for my child. They can be a voice for themselves already. They're grown. I am never going to let these people continue this with the person, the president that I came out in support of that I risked everything I have for to tell the truth. And they're sitting here get buying endorsements and they can tell me I'm it, that I'm crazy all they want, but they're buying them from a Sean Maddock. And that is a fact. Ladies and, and gentlemen, if you're, if you're listening right now or you're watching right now, I'm having a conversation. Uh, you may have saw Audra Johnson earlier from Michigan uh, was running for congressional house against Peter Meyer. Then we had Christine Barnes that's in the 78th district running against John Rocha, an absolute clown and fraud in himself. And now we're speaking with Melissa Carone, the Italian stallion of Michigan. I actually got to meet for the first time in a zoom call her fiance Matt yesterday, we had this almost the same shirt on <laughs> yeah. and they were about ready to, we were in a group meeting and they were about ready to uh, eat their supper. Uh, Michigan is one hour ahead of me where the show is, but you're listening live on Spotify, Google play, Apple, iTunes, Apple podcast, and 35 other itch. I'm just going to start calling them itch and stitch. In between, there's 35 of them bastards. Just fucking find us. You can't, it's hard to find, it's hard to, you, you, it's political idiots. You, I mean, you can't screw this up unless you're me. So 
this week you actually went to a fundraiser, and this is where I want to get real quick. <clears throat> it's one of them <clears throat> moments, you know what I mean, where you got to cough because you have no idea what's coming. Uh, before we do that, I want to give a huge shout-out to Matt Couch and the D.C. Patriot, who is a big sponsor of our show. Um, go to the thedcpatriot.com. Uh, order clothing. Listen, they got a clothing line. I got to say this. So you just go to the dcpatriot.com and at the very top, it's God first America always his clothing line is faith in freedoms, uh, faith in freedoms. Yes. Apparel for real Americans. They've got women, men, hats, shirts, and they got a little bit of everything for everybody. Matt Couch is one of the original, he is the original from the DC Patriot who hired a team of people to go after and investigate the death of Seth, Seth Rich, the original senior advisor to Hillary Clinton who was shot to death on the streets of Washington, DC, and his wallet wasn't stolen, his credit cards were left intact, his cash was left intact. Uh, Matt Couch and his group are incredible. Thank you, Matt, for being a part of what we're doing at the DC Patriot. A big article, uh, a couple of articles are coming out on the DC Patriot that I will have pinned uh, by the end of the month. I really want you to go there and check them out. Now, back to Melissa. Melissa, you went to a fundraiser uh, this last week, and I want you to tell me a little bit about that fundraiser, who it was for. I don't want you to go into detail because I've got the I've got everything I need. I just want you to tell the people about this person. If you're listening in Michigan, you want to share this starting right fucking now. You want to share okay. this right now. Melissa, go. Okay. So I went to a fundraiser uh, this week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was asked to go to this fundraiser. Uh, this individual I have not really gotten along with um, and I got along with him at first, but in the last six months, he's been bashing me. I mean, all over social media. And the reason being is that I'm working, I, I worked with Jovan Pulitzer and Jovan Pulitzer came out and said that there was a pay to play scheme in Michigan. Now he automatically connected me to what Jovan said. Although I, at the time I didn't come out and say it publicly. Um, and this was right after he got a Trump endorsement, by the way. So he got defensive quickly. He was a congressional candidate. Now he is a state Senate candidate. Um, I've helped him tremendously in the past. Um, I actually told him to run for that Senate seat, uh, in Michigan. And it's Mike Detmer. I went to his uh, fundraiser. So a little bit of history real quick. Um, and I'm going to ask that you let me just have the screen for just a second, Melissa, but I want you to stay on. Um, there's a little bit of history between me and Detmer. So is I, I, he, he posted on Facebook. If everybody remembers who are watching in Michigan, um, or you, you were a part of any of my lives, he posted an article on Facebook called the suspected six. And me and Melissa, a friend of ours named Logic, was in uh, uh, three of the six people. I don't know who the – actually, I don't even know who the three were. I don't even care. But then his campaign manager, Larry, 
I love the name Larry, right? So the first thing that I hear in the South, when I hear the word Larry, I hear the word Larry the Cable Guy, right? And so this guy literally goes, you got to understand, real quick, my wife, I leave my family out of politics. I leave my children out of it. I leave my wife out of it. I've been married enough times to know what kind of damage it can cause. And so my wife, who is an absolute star in the makeup industry and a school teacher, she never gets involved in any of my politics, ever. Mike Detmer's campaign manager starts going to every one of her posts that are talking about eyelashes and color, eyelid color, and blush for women and posting political statements about me. Now, this is what I want you to, this is a sorry bastard, okay? He's a prick. When I first met Mike Detmer, he was calling, actually, I didn't meet him face to face, but he called Audra Johnson. Remember who we had on the show earlier? And he kept telling her that there was going to be a debate between her and Tom Norton at Ted Nugent's house. I've hunted with Ted uh, over the last 20 years, probably six times. He, uh, you know, he promoted hunts uh, at Sunrise Safaris and all over the Outdoor Channel. Ted Nugent's a great guy. There was going to be a debate between Audra Johnson and and um, not Mike Detmer. <laughs> I got him on my mind right now because when I click this button, you're going to shit. Tom Norton. Tom Norton. Thank you, Melissa. Mm -hmm. At Ted Nugent's house. We arrive. I meet all these people. There's no debate. Two weeks before that, I had been trying to get a hold of Mike Detmer, return my phone call, return my phone call, friendly as I could be. I want to know what's going on. I did, I just had heard he was running for office. I didn't know what office. And I no refer, and he kept texting Audra, why do I need to talk to your campaign manager? Why do I need to be doing this? Why do I need to be doing that? And here's what happened. Detmer started to lie, caught himself in a lie, lie, lie. Then we get to Ted Nugent's house, and he starts spewing this bullshit about how and excuse me, uh, Melissa, for my language, but he starts spewing this stuff about how we need to support, you know, Ron Weisner and Mashawn Maddock. Sent me over the edge. So here's what here's what I want to do, Melissa. While I have you live with me today, I I, I had my team do a little investigation. Now you went to the fundraiser, Melissa. Is that correct? That was yeah. when on Friday night, uh, or or uh, what night was that? Uh, Today what? is. Yeah. Give, me, uh, give me a second. Yeah, I mean it was just a few days ago. Today's yeah. Wednesday, so it would have been what? Saturday yeah. night. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Let me just make sure. Double check because I want to make sure that I have everything correct. Okay. Meanwhile, I'll show you who John Rocha hangs around. That's a felon. Triple on the very far left. Here's what he's convicted for, even though he says, oh, I get on here and I'll tell you, I'm not, I've never been convicted or arrested for beating women. Yep, you're a woman beater. Read that real quick. Saturday night, yeah. 
Saturday night, Melissa, you say, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, watch this, Melissa. Here's Mike Detmer. Now, I want to start by saying this. All of the candidates that are, first of all, President Trump never endorses a state-level race. He never has, uh, you know, and like by the garbage. When I say by the garbage, I'm talking about by the teens and then he does in Michigan. All over the country, the other races that I'm involved in, nobody even asked. I mean, I had Josh Link on here who's running for District Now 150 in Missouri. Nobody ever talks about, hey, is President Trump going to endorse me? Really? You're running for state. Rep. You're not running for United States Congress. Now, Melissa, I want you to see this. If you're looking at this page right now, I want, I, and I'm going to blow it up real quick. This is the state of Michigan Secretary of State's Department or Secretary of State office, um, obviously ran by Democrat jo Jocelyn Benson. Here's Mike Detmer. Look at his filing date, October second, twenty twenty one. Look at his treasurer. Let me move my cursor out of the way. Alice Detmer. Now, I don't know who Alice Detmer is. It could be his daughter. It could be his wife. I don't know. But here's what I do know. That if you go to the FEC right now, which is the reason why I filed a complaint before I went live tonight, he is still running for United States Congress. Let me make this big so you can see it. If you look closely at the top left corner where you see the word Detmer, right under the D, you're going to see a green round dot that says active quarterly. Same address as you saw on the previous screen. Right? Only problem, different treasurer. Alice ain't on this. Some woman named Denise Pollarito. All right, I'm not Italian. I'm like 12, 12 million away from being there. Here is a guy who is, let me tell you what the law says. You cannot run for state office in any way, state house, state senate, state governor, state uh, dog catcher, state committee, state fucking douchebag. You can't run for nothing state and still be this. Hey, listen, this screenshot right here was literally taken five minutes before I came on the show today. You can I'm going to make it big again. You can go to the to the address at the top. If you can't read it, listen to me. FEC.gov forward slash data forward slash committee forward slash C 0072258 forward slash question mark tab equal about dash committee. All you got to do is go through that first seven and it'll give you exactly 
Look at the the green dot. He's still active. Now, here, this is why I had Audra on the show tonight. Now, Melissa, I want you to respond to this real quick here in a second. Look at how much money he has cash on hand as a Congre United States congressional candidate. Ending cash on hand for 1231, which is the end of the fourth quarter of 20 December 31st. He had $16,661.72. Cash on hand. Now watch this. If you go back to his original page when he filed. 10, 2, 2021. That means he did two separate filings. He filed not only a state Senate campaign, and you can go to this website, the Michigan Committee State of Organization, type in the last name Detmer. Take a screenshot of this if you want. So you can remember you can write it all down. He's showing Melissa that he only has $360 cash on hand as running for state Senate. Mm -hmm. But yet, but yet, in his active, remember, look right below the D, you'll see that green dot that says active quarterly. Now look here. Here's his filings. He's got 16000 cash on hand. Melissa, I want to ask you a question real quick. How the hell do you have 16000 cash on hand in a federal race that you're still active in, but in your state race, you only have $360? I would like you to explain that to me because I have ran a bunch of congressional races. I am not a treasurer, but I am, I am somebody who's in strategy. I'm a campaign manager, which means... It is my responsibility to oversee the treasurer. Okay. Explain that to me, please, Melissa, while I bring up this next screen. I mean, from what I'm seeing, Adam, is that um, this is completely obviously illegal. Um, you cannot have, you cannot run for, like you said, two offices at once. Now, my question the other day, which you know, was where is the $5,000 in PAC money that you received with the Trump endorsement uh, from the Save America PAC? Um, and he replied that it had been put in his congressional um, account. Well, first off- but, did he, but what did he say? How did he say that? He said, thank God um, that it went in my congressional account because- it is illegal to go into the state or state Senate uh, account because that's over the limit. Now, who did he signed say the check? About, did, yeah, my, my question is, before we go there, did he say anything about, okay, wait a minute, I can't be running for state and have a FEC filing that is openly active. Now, Melissa, I want you to look at these. I want you to look at these two screens real quick, Melissa. 
I want to show you Audra's. I want to show you Audra's um, report real quick, her summary report. All right, if you if you zoom in on this, you'll see at the very top her October quarterly, okay? But you also see at the very top where it says, and you'll see under the A, under Audra Johnson for Congress, at the very top left, under the A, she's still active, which is why I had her on first, to tell mm -hmm. the reason why we weren't able to move to a state congressional uh, race yet. But you see there a termination report that has to be made to the Federal Elections Commission. Before I came on this show, I called the Federal Elections Commission, Melissa, and I asked them about Mike Detmer. And this is what they showed me. This is his recent. Where do you see on this page? I want you to take a screenshot. Where do you see on this page a termination report? Right. There isn't one. No. Nope. So, There's Mike, one. I'm asking you a simple question. I'm asking you a simple question. Where did $16,000 go? Where did the $16,000 go? You just lied to everybody Saturday night. Thank God. You know what's funny? Melissa, holy fuck. This is huge. And nobody's going to, if you don't pay attention to this and share this, even Cindy Holland cannot bullshit around Lansing, the Capitol, 20 times to make this up. No, you can't make it up. His campaign is active. Yeah, well, Sorry, he's running yelling. an illegal campaign. He's and, running an illegal campaign. And that's what most of them are doing. And it's it's completely insane. Now, these are Trump-endorsed candidates. Where's the money we've had? Has he ever spoken to Trump, Melissa? No, never. Has he ever met Trump, Melissa? Never. Who got him the Trump endorsement, Melissa? Ben Wetmore wrote it. Who is employing Benton Wetmore? Matt Maddock. America, listen to what's going on. President Donald Trump is my, I mean, he's my American hero. He, I, I don't care if you like me or you love me, or you hate me. Or you, I mean, you know, you, if you don't like me, you can kiss my ass. I don't give a shit. But Donald Trump is the greatest president that I've ever lived under. The economy was booming. Everything was happening the way it needed to happen mm -hmm. for America to get back on track. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that he asked, if you're watching this right now, you need to share this part right here. Mike Detmer came after me. He came after Melissa under the orders of John Smith from Hillsdale, under the orders of Mashawn Maddock from the MIGOP, under the orders of John Clore from a media company that really don't even exist unless I still keep running my mouth. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The guy don't even mm -hmm. exist. He needs me. He needs me. He definitely John, you does. Need me. Come on my show, John. I would love it. <laughs> I'll let you say whatever you want. But here's um, Mike Detmer. He's running... 
You look at the filing date. Melissa, look at the filing date. 10-2-21. October 2nd, 2021. Look at the look at the treasurer. Somebody named Alice Detmer. I don't know who that is. Wife, daughter, family it's not member. His wife. Okay. It's not his wife. So it's somebody in his family. Mm-hmm. But look, five minutes before I come on the show tonight, I ran congressional campaigns all over this country, United States Congressional. He's still active. Look at the green dot below the D. You see it? Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I want you to see. How much money he's got in his account. Cash on hand. 16000 Ending cash on hand. $16,661.71 or 72 cents. He's got $400 in loans out. Okay. Whoever I loaned $400 out and had 16000 in the bank, I'd probably be pissed. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. But here's what I'm trying to say, Melissa. What's happening? What's going on? All these people that are attacking you. This guy is running an illegal campaign, just like John Rocha. Just, I mean, how many candidates do I even have to go? Right. My, I mean, I, all right. of these Trump candidates are basically doing the same thing because they're listening to the same guy that you ran away from mm-hmm. in Ben Wetmore and the MIGOP co-chair, Mashawn Maddox. Now, this is the first time you've ever seen this information, Melissa. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think it's a total shame, Adam. I think it's a complete shame that they're making Trump's name. They're ruining the Trump name here in Michigan. They're destroying his endorsement here in Michigan. They're making him look terrible. Um, These candidates are viciously attacking other candidates. Um, You know, I, you know, I have. Uh, General Flynn's endorsement. I have Roger Stone's endorsement. I have several endorsements. And, you know, they're destroying the America first. You actually went and saw Roger Stone, what, two weeks, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, three, yeah, two, three. He made a video with you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here's this guy who's running for state Senate who has a mutual friend with you. And the dude is literally running two campaigns at once. Now, Melissa, I wish you the best, girl. I know that you are in, you're going to stay in Macomb County. Obviously, after all the redistricting and the lines that have been drawn, I mean, Macomb County is everybody, one county, not multiple counties, Rosha, one county. So Melissa's district got changed by four uh, streets. Right. And she literally got doxxed online by a crackhead because she literally has to basically up move her family and move four streets down so that you're legal because you want to do it the right way. Am I correct? You're totally 100% correct, Adam. Yes. Well, I mean, if there was something that you could say to the people, the voters of Michigan, because they listen to Melissa Carone, okay? 
When Melissa goes live, hey, when I, when I go live, I go live on, you know, 35 um, vocal channels, and I go live on three right now going on. It's fixing to be five video channels. But when Melissa Grone goes live, you got a shit ton of people that listen and watch you. What would you say to them right now after you just saw what you, because you never saw, I swear to God, and you can tell everybody, you did not see what I was fixing to show you right there. No, I did not. I no, want I you not. to talk to the people of Michigan as a whole, not just in Macomb County. If you were to tell them, as a Dominion whistleblower, but now you're a campaign whistleblower. What would you say, Melissa? I would say pay attention to who is running. Um, you know, pay attention to your candidates. Uh, not just, you know, I, I, I think the most dangerous thing to do is go to vote and vote straight Republican down ticket. I'm guilty of doing that in the past when I was uneducated um when i was an uneducated voter um that is the most dangerous way to do this you must get to know your candidates you must um have a personal relationship with them almost because there is so much corruption going on out here now do i believe that we we need to clean house in michigan absolutely absolutely but what are we going to do? Are we going to clean house and put get rid of somebody corrupt and put somebody just as corrupt in? Or are we going to clean house and actually be able to get some true America first candidates elected into office? Pay attention to what they're saying to you. Look into their campaign finance reports like this. This is very, it wasn't difficult. It, it's not. They're, just look up, look up the, where their money's going. Um, I mean, these checks were public knowledge. These $5,000 checks were put out actually by Michonne Maddock. Um, so when she put them out there, where are they? Where are they? Why aren't they showing in these campaigns? Why is it that the only people that I've seen put them in their campaigns are Christina Caramo, Matt DiPerno, and Jackie Eubanks? Jackie Eubanks actually got in trouble for it because it was over the limit. She's a state house candidate. Well, she's looking into it. Um, but it, it, she put it in there. Nobody else, none of these other state candidates put that check in there. Where's that money? Why, where, why aren't we asking questions? Why are Republicans attacking other candidates like they are, like Cindy Holland? I mean, what she did was completely out of control. That's total defamation at its finest, what she did. Um, not only just doxing me, but what she said about me is totally false. Um, you know, uh, doxing me, I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old. I've had to move already because I've been doxed by Dominion voting on CNN. You know, it was terrible. But I mean, now she goes out there and does it again. I, it, that's terrible. These people are evil and they will not, they, they're not going to stop. If, if they attack so viciously over questions, why? You have to ask yourself why. You know, I mean, we've got to stop this corruption. It's 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 getting spinning out of control here in Michigan. Totally out of control. Now, yeah. Adam, if I could show yes, you yes. the text messages that I have, and I would actually show them public between Michonne Maddock and I, just personal messages. Yes. I have always been very nice to Michonne. I have always, I've never said anything rude to her. All I've ever said to her 
that she could take offense with by is, you know, look, you are steering our state in the wrong direction here. We have a great opportunity in 2022. Why are you supporting the only Democrat running for governor? Why are you not getting behind the Trump endorsed candidate for attorney general? Matt why DiPerno. are you? Yeah. You know, why are you not getting behind Matt DiPerno? That's the, those are the only questions I've ever asked her. And all of a sudden she just flipped out and started telling all these lies about me. I mean, it's totally insane. Well, you know, one of the things, Melissa, that I want to make sure that people obviously do is we're not doing this because this is fun. <laughs> right. Okay. People in America have got to start when you are in a country, Melissa, and I think that you would agree with this when you can stop asking questions and not, I'm not attacking uh, Mike Detmer's uh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Sexuality. I'm not attacking Mike Detmer's uh, preferred gender. I'm not attacking Mike Detmer's race. I'm asking a question. Mm -hmm. Why do you have $16,000 in a federal campaign account when you know it is illegal in America? I don't give up. This is what brings me back to Audra's conversation earlier. The reason why our campaign has been taking so long is because Audra went down every single step exactly. the right way. Exactly. Exactly. And Mike Detmer tried to cheat because he got a Trump pinned endorsement from a Sean Maddock. He's never talked to Trump. He's never met Trump. And the dude has only $366 to show for cash spending. If you go to his secretary of state website, um, Mike Detmer running for your uh, Michigan state Senate. Melissa, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I Adam. really appreciate it. And I look forward to having you back again. Um, I want everybody to give a round of applause to Melissa Throne. Hey, that was pretty cool. Hey, listen, I told you I'm breaking shit as it's happening. Nobody, nobody even knew that I was going to bring this up. And here in a minute, after the break, I'm going to show it to you all again before I say goodnight. But before I do, I want to remind everybody, it's Black History Month. Now, I know that a lot of people don't realize that because the month of February comes along so fast. My birthday's in February. As a matter of fact, it's just in a couple weeks. My grandma's birthday was just last week. But it's Black History Month. And I think that we all have a resounding, I don't know what you would call it. I have a resounding uh, connection with Martin Luther King Jr. And I wanted you to not hear it from me, but I found a video on YouTube that I really wanted you to listen to by this young kid right here. I'll see you in three. It's funny to think about because now we know his name so well. But at one time, he was just a kid. Like, maybe you're a kid watching this. Well, he was a kid too. Well, maybe you're a grown-up. That's okay too. Former kids are welcome here. I don't discriminate. <laughs> 
Martin Luther King grew up to be a great man, of course. But things weren't all that great in the world while he was growing up. Not everybody was treated like they were somebody. And I believe that you should treat everybody like it's their birthday. But they didn't do that. People looked at the color of their skin, and that's how they decided if they were friends or not. Not cool, man. That didn't make him feel good. That didn't make anybody feel good. But his parents helped him grow up. He went to church. He learned about love. He grew up to be a minister to help a lot of people. He did all sorts of cool stuff. He helped a lot of people learn about love too. But still, he looked around and said things should be better. He wanted to change things, so he did stuff. He decided instead of spreading the hate, he would spread the love. He wanted to bring people together. Where people were hurting, he stepped in to help. He marched with them. He walked with them. He walked arm in arm with everyone. Sometimes it didn't go well, but he kept going. Sometimes he ended up in prison, but he kept up. Some people didn't like him, but he kept going. Some days were hard, but he kept going. Love does that; it just keeps going, even when things are dark. And well, I don't like this part of the story, but things did get pretty dark. Someone who didn't agree with him shot him. He died in April, nineteen sixty-eight. Now, keep, keep, keep pressing it. Why are you telling us this sad story? Come on. I'm not letting it. I'm sorry, but it happened. I don't like that happened. Now I gotta tell you something. When things aren't awesome, it can be tough. And things will always be awesome. But your response can be. Martin Luther King's response? It was awesome. Today I just wanted us to think about this. Isn't it cool that we can change things? Like any of us, anybody. He dreamed and he changed things. And he dreamed and he kept sharing his dreams. They became not just his dream, a lot of people's dream. Like this one. I have a dream that little black boys and black girls will join hands with white boys and white girls and become sister and brothers. That's a pretty good dream. Let's dream like that. That could change things. <laughs> What an awesome story! That was incredible. I know that.、Um, That young man has a future. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Political Idiots. Whew, what a night, man! A lot to go over, a lot to happen. I want to make sure that we、um, anybody who has watched this video, please go and share it everywhere. We're trying to take down corruption in this country, political corruption, because I'm going to tell you why. If we don't, then this country is going to fall on its knees. We're going to end up losing all of our rights. That was given to us not by the state, but by God. The Bill of Rights, the Constitution, is being stepped on. People are being attacked every single day in Missouri, Michigan, Washington, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas. For God's sake, if you don't do something in Texas, Beto O'Rourke is about to be your guy. He's too close. It's too close. It's too close. I want to remind you again that one of our new sponsors of the show, Mac Couch, DC Patriot, been around for a long time. He literally led the charge in the investigation of the death of Seth Rich. He has been banned for from Twitter, I guess, from for life. Seven hundred, close to seven hundred thousand followers. You can find him on Gitter. At the real Matt Couch, hell, you can find him everywhere. Facebook, Matt Couch. It depends on if the suspension month is right or wrong. 
but he's got a clothing line out. I want to share with you real quick. Go to his website, www.thedcpatriot.com. The very top, the Faith and Freedoms clothing line. It's for women and men, hoodies, hats, women's shirt, T-shirts. You name it, he's got it. Matt Couch from the D.C. Patriot. The guy literally has traveled all over the country. He's been retweeted by President Trump more times than I guess I got hairs on my head. Thank you guys so much for joining. I know that we went a little long tonight. I'm so excited to come into the month of August after all this campaign is over with. And all of my shout out also to uh, Michael Shalal, who's running for District 57 uh, State House Rep in Michigan. Michael Shalal. He couldn't be on. He was supposed to be on the show tonight. He couldn't be on because of a family emergency. The guy is legit. He works for the United States government, travels back and forth between Virginia and Michigan. Shout out to Josh Link, who's running in Missouri and District 150. You see, I'm naming all these lower races, and everybody goes, why are you doing that? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Sheriffs are the people that are going to be coming to knock on your doors to take your guns, Jack. Mayors are going to be the ones who are ordering the sheriffs to do so or the chief of police in your town or your city. Your children are protected by a school board. It's important. If you're running for school board, running for school board in America right now is about as big as running for the president of the United States. I'm not kidding. Thanks to everybody who makes the show possible. You obviously saw the new show opening tonight. It's getting better. The lighting is getting better. Got some new lights coming in this week. Cameras are about fixed. They still freak me the fuck out because when I walk into the damn studio, I got all of them move at the same time. And it freaks me out because, I mean, they follow you. It's AI. And you plug. Now, they're not hooked up to the internet. I don't think, I don't think, maybe, they, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they are, I don't, they're hooked up to the wall, but they're big. And they, they, they see, they, it's scary in here. But here in a few weeks, we're going to be able to display all that. But I'm going to be taking the show on the road which means that me and my team are going to be packing the shit up. Not all of it, obviously, but we're going to be packing what we can up as light as we can. And we're going to be going inside of these campaigns, inside of Michigan, inside of Missouri, inside of South Carolina, inside of Washington, inside of Texas. We're going to be even going into Arkansas. Uh, Oklahoma, I know, is wanting to do a podcast from there. And also uh, Kansas and Nebraska. Um, I even got a text message from a good friend that says that Iowa is wanting to do a, a political idiots podcast there. We're making it happen. Hey, come August 2nd, the primary comes in. One week from that day, August 9th, political idiots will be on every single day from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. Two hours every single day 
with tons of video and I promise you a lot better graphics and a lot better designs. But before we go tonight, Mike Detmer, I just want you to remember that I busted your ass. You're running for state. And you're running for federal government at the same time. It's active, son. You haven't even put in your termination letter. Let me show you what one looks like. I mean, if you want me to. It says determination report right there. Wish I could point at it and you can see it. It's right there. You can see it. That's what Audra's termination. Why ain't you got one? Why ain't you got one? We got one. Why ain't you got one? Why why ain't you got one? Denver, why ain't you got one? Because you're a fraud. I knew it a long time ago, and now I just busted your ass. So go ahead and twist, spin, whatever the hell you want to. Send Cindy Holland over the hill, down the mountain. Let her slide, whatever she wants to do. I am going to continue doing what I do, which is not giving a fuck. Okay? You don't like me? Turn me off. Don't talk about me. John Clore, you have an open invitation to come on my show. Now, I'm not going to let you do the other uh, person's avenue of uh, come on my show. I told her to come on my show. Her name was Jill. She said, um, I'll come on your show, but I'm taking over your podcast. Let me tell you something. You go out and get your own damn sponsorship, get your own damn uh, media company to put you across 40 different channels. Then we'll talk about you taking over my podcast. Until then, this show is um, Mikasa. All right. My house. A lot of guests coming up in the next couple weeks. Again, we got Jovan Pulitzer. For all of you in Michigan and Arizona that were a part of the forensic audit, if you will, he's going to have questions from a bunch of you. And here's what I want you to do. I told you I'd have you something to write down. I want you to write down. the question that you would want to ask Jovan or ask Jovan. I, I screw his name up every time. I'm such a fucking idiot. I should have named the show Adam's an idiot. Anyway, Jovan, Jovan, Jovan Pulitzer is coming on my show next week. Matt Couch is going to step in. He's going to come by. Hopefully, Mimity Robinson is going to get a schedule release where she can come by for about 15 or 20 minutes. Eric Matheny will be here. I've got a couple generals that are going to be coming on, too. I, I can't announce right now, but they're coming on next week, I think, or the week after while I'm on the road. Hey, my birthday's on the 26th. We're going to have a great time. We're going to laugh, okay? But one of the things I want you to laugh at right now is this doofus named John Rocha who says he's got a job in Hastings. I'm the new veterans case manager in, in Michigan. <laughs> I'm the new veterans case manager for the Barry County Mental Health Associations in Hastings. Guess what? We called again today. No sign of there, John Rocha. 
But this is what he had to say on the big show. What do you do for a living? Uh, well, I, I do uh, my other things. But, uh, manufacturing is what I generally do. That's my that's my uh, background. That's where I'm from. Obviously, the Marine Corps. But manufacturing okay. is my blood. So, director of operations okay. right. for manufacturing right. companies. That's yep. pretty much my line. Yeah, pretty live? much my life. I live in Hastings. Now, everybody, wanna... what do you do for a living? Just a minute. Hang on. Let me let me move this. Everybody wanted to show. Thank you, Jason. Everybody wanted to show. Everything that has been done wrong. And I showed a clip earlier tonight of Rocio on January 6th. He rode there, and I have the picture that I'll show next week, with Angela, who he's always with. Why don't we ever see a picture of her husband? Hmm. He rode there with Matt Maddock. I've got a picture of... Angela and John in the back seat of a car, and Matt's taken with Sean's husband a selfie on their way to January 6th. This is what John and Angela did. Oh, the line! Oh, the line! Yeah, see, here's the thing. If you're a peaceful protester on January 6th, I have no problem with it, like Audra. But when you're doing this, the line! I ain't got no place for you. All right. Well, let's get down to the part where uh, somebody sues me for paying for all the damn music that I'm paying for right now. Thank God for media companies, right? I mean, we wouldn't have such the awesome music that we have. Thank you, everybody, for coming on tonight. Thank you to Audra Johnson. Thank you to Christine Barnes. Thank you so much to Melissa Carone. Thank you for Mike Detmer for being such a moron. Thank you for, to John Clore for being in the same moron class that Mike Detmer took. Thank you to John Rocha for being in the same moron class that John Clore and Mike Detmer took you all were together like buddies in a moron class yeah makes me happy i love this song i don't know when i'm gonna be coming back uh a few days i've got a few guests that's got to get some schedules worked out also want you to remember that if you are in michigan first of all if you're in missouri I want you to realize that the Second Amendment is under attack, and I want you to contact and go to www.joshlink from Missouri or joshlink from mo.com. Joshlink for mo.com or joshlink from Missouri.com. He's running in 150. The Second Amendment has now been drawn the line in Missouri by a Republican governor. Tired of that shit. If you're in Michigan, you need to call Mike Detmer right now and go, hey, why are you still active? Why are you doing stuff illegal? Why are you having fundraisers when you're still active? And this is the thing you all need to ask in Michigan. For those of you who are running for state house or state senate, 
and you received a $5,000 check from the Save America pack, you're actually only allowed to keep $1,050 of that. $1,050. I've hired an uh, attorney with eight other friends. We're going to be sending out subpoenas starting in two weeks. But for you candidates, you got 24 hours starting right now. 10.35 p.m. Eastern, 9.35 p.m. Central. I want to see those checks from the Save America PAC. I want to see the signatures on the back. Or you're going to receive a subpoena from me, my eight buddies, and the attorney that we hired. I hope everybody had a great night tonight. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to Political Idiots. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Play. Fuck, I can't even remember all the channels. Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes. YouTube, we're still in a fight with. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen there? We're there, but we're not there. Twitter, Facebook, we're there, we're not there. Who knows? Been on John Clore filing a complaint again. Love you guys. See you next time. Adam Brassfield, political podcast about political idiots. And I may be the biggest one of all of them. <laughs> Who would ever thought? Dude like me with a microphone can make a difference. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs>